0: Welcome to the Transition Wild Podcast, the home for those looking for expertise and inspiration on all things Western big game hunting. I'm your host, Adam Parr, and you're listening to episode number six, where we talk with Josh Neville of Battenfeld Technologies. Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Hope all of you are doing well. It's Thursday, which means it's almost Friday, and now it's almost Christmas weekend, so a lot of us are having three-day weekends ahead of us, so I hope you're enjoying that and getting prepped up for the holidays. If you're out hunting still, I've I've actually seen some really good bucks killed over the past uh, week or so with muzzleloader season. I've seen some people still out there getting it done here in the West with some late season elk tags and it's just cool to see everyone out there still grinding it. I am not sure what my plans are. I am hoping to get out. It's It's been tough to um, get stuff together to be able to make the six-hour drive out to Kansas, but I am hopefully going to be able to make it out at least one more time before the end of the year and and keep going after it. Enough of that. Today we are talking with Josh Neville of Battenfeld technolo- technolo- talk. Technologies <laughs> and what was cool about this episode is Josh and it's kind of a common theme with all my episodes I feel like I'm just talking to all my friends and people that I know but uh, Josh and I have known each other for a while uh, we've lived in the same town worked together in the outdoor industry so it was just a lot of fun talking with him and and just catching up like old old friends and, and current friends that we still are, but we haven't spoken a hot minute. So again, it was a lot of fun uh, talking with him. But then we dive into a lot with um, the company he works for now, Battenfeld, Battenfeld Technologies. And some of you may may or may not have heard of a lot of their brands underneath that um, you know, company. But um, the ones that we really dive into today are Bog pod, which is like your shooting rests and um, tripods, those accessories. Caldwell, which is more, um, you know, sighting in your gun, shooting accessories. Uh, some of you might have heard of like the lead sled or their different gun, gun rest technologies that come out with. And then we talk about Hoyman saws, which um, some of you may know from whitetail hunting Uh, it's always good to have a a nice portable saw Um, they have some really cool new technologies as well as some battery power saws that they're using so it it was just great to hear all that i personally use um, some of their stuff some of their shooting rests and a lot with the bog pod side of things Um, i run a uh, one of their tripods As well as a binocular kind of system that they use for, you know, like a basically instead of having a spotting scope, they make an adapter to mount your binoculars on. And so that's great for glassing. And um, they also have a shooting rest and then they also have a different adapter. So, with that being said, Bogpod and Josh were generous enough to do a giveaway today of that exact same setup that I just explained. If you want a little bit more detail on that exact setup, go to transitionwild.com and go to my YouTube channel. I did a review on that here recently, and you can see that exact setup. So we're we're giving that away. So make sure you pay attention to the end of the show to learn how you can get entered to win that system. I think it's like, um, gosh, I think it's like $250.00. value worth of stuff between the tripod and the accessories that we're giving away. So that's really, really cool. Thanks again to Josh for that. So again, pay attention. We'll give you the details on how to enter for that. I hope you guys enjoy this. I'll stop blabbing my mouth. (laughs) I apologize on the audio. It's kind of glitchy in some spots. I'm still trying to dial all this in. So I appreciate your patience and um, I'll definitely get the audio uh, dialed in better going forward. Okay, I've talked long enough. <laughs> so let's let's get this started. Let's welcome Josh Neville of Battenfeld Technologies. Alright, on the phone with us now we have Josh Neville of Battenfeld Technologies. How are you doing today, man?
1: Doing well, Adam. Thanks for having me on here, dude. It's been a it's been a while.
0: <laughs> it has, man. It's been too long. We were kinda talking before this and kind of catching up like old lost buds and and i was like man i haven't talked to josh in a hot minute so it's it's like good to catch up as 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 old friends man
1: i know man it was was, a you know fun living with you or living in the same town for a while up in eagle hanging out going camping i i I get jealous tell you the truth every time i'm you know i'm looking at instagram up in the mountains and sitting you know not in colorado anymore so it's uh, it's jealousy for sure. I, I miss it a lot. It was fun hanging out with you. You know, we did some cool stuff, and now you're out killing 300 inch elk, and I'm sitting here not seeing any of oh. them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that was last year. The 300 inch elk were last year. This year has been a goose egg. But I, hey, at least I'm still in the mountains and I'm having fun, exactly. and I get to look at the yep. awesome views all the time. So I, I can't complain, man. No matter how bad it gets, yeah. um, sometimes you got to pinch yourself.
1: You have to man. I'll pinch it for you, man. It was, it's, it's always <laughs> fun out there. It's a Eagle's a fun place for sure. I had a lot of good you know, a lot of good memories out there and hunting and you know nightlife, you know, skiing, everything. It was always fun hanging out, yeah, you know, the whole valley up there.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. And a lot of people a lot of people think of Colorado as, you know, maybe Denver or mm-hmm whatever and, right. and, and Denver's cool or whatever but we're actually in the mountains up here and 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 that's what I love yeah. about it I wasn't I wasn't going to move out to Colorado and and live in the big city it's a it's a smaller town it's a it's a great valley good people outdoorsy um you know just a great environment to live in so I I can't complain oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> when are you coming no, back I out a, I, pro- I
1: mean actually I'm going to be out there in two weeks I'm going to be Gonna do a little skiing up in the Havale back bowls. Hopefully, gonna get snow. How's the snow
0: up there, man? Right it's, it's actually been pretty bad. We just got Stop, some. Don't snow. tell me that. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll all change here in the next couple of weeks for you, but the snow has been pretty minuscule. We got a little bit of snow last night, probably like two to three inches, and they've been making snow. It's been cold enough, you know, so it's been
1: yeah it's yeah. been holding
0: whatever we're getting but it's not like it's not like dumping you know but i, th- I think it's going to open up here any day
1: yeah. i hope so i mean it's has but one of the you know, best things about living up there and having that living in the valley having access to vale and beaver creek and just being able to rip down those mountains every day it's fun <laughs>
0: For sure, That's one of the
1: things I miss probably the most: hunting, the hunting and the skiing. This is that all day. I miss that the most for sure.
0: Yeah, and as you know, I mean, the end, Just there's endless amounts of public land. I feel like we're doing kind of like a a sales pitch for Colorado here. But I mean,
1: I know, man. I, hey. <laughs> it's the bad dude. I'm not not sales pitch. It's legit. This is. I'll be a salesman for Colorado all day long for the public land, the skiing. My God, what else? What else can you ask for? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's there's endless <laughs> amounts of BLM surrounding the area. Yep. There's national forests. Um, you know, generous amounts of things that you can hunt and seasons and mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it's it's good skiing. And then you got mountain biking, skiing, uh camping. Yep. Um it's it's really an outdoorsman's or outdoor person's paradise and uh I think that's uh, what drew both both me and yourself out to this yep. area.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100% agree with
0: you. That's why we, that's why we, uh, I guess
1: we got goose eggs this year. So we still, It <laughs> happens. We like to kill how hell, hell, we didn't shoot anything this year.
0: It happens, man. It happens. Um, so, so yeah. speaking of us both moving out here, we're both from the Midwest. I'm from Michigan, and you're originally from Iowa, and we kind of met up yep. both working in the outdoor industry and just become friends. And, and uh, you know, known each other for a while now. But um, tell tell us a little bit about your background and kind of where you grew up and how you got into hunting. And uh, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, sure. So you know, I guess I'm not your stereotypical person who gets into the hunting side of stuff. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, so I grew up in Iowa. I'm from you know south central Iowa, uh, south around Indianola area. Um, so I grew up you know, down there, grew up in the hunting, but nobody in my family hunts. My mom or my dad hunt or shoot guns or have the clue what it is. And somehow my brother and I both became very avid into the hunting space and, you know, really get into it. And we started at a young age, but we, we didn't get what, you know, most people do. You get your granddad or your dad to teach you how to do it. You know, we grew up, we just did it ourselves so I mean there was a there was a huge huge learning curve for us I mean it was fun but it was very frustrating at times I mean I can you know it took us a while I can't tell you how how many arrows I put into uh shed what my target was I had no idea having sight in the bow I was put, pulling the pins around and, you know you know i was doing the opposite oh so the arrow goes up so I'm gonna you know move it down you know but no just, that kind of stuff you learn quick but you know, I find, it, I find it valuable doing it, learning it that way, and, you know, it, it taught me a lot, and it, I got, you know, I got so infatuated with hunting ever since I was young, and I started watching the, hunt, you know, outdoor channel. Sportsman's channel became very, you know, infatuated with and watching them, and watching these guys, like, you know, Bill Jordan back in the day, and, you know, Ralph and Vicky watching them, and like, God, I want to be like those guys. I want to be in the industry. My brother and both, you know, we both did. We started doing a little filming ourselves, which was horrible filming, but it was fun. <laughs> you know, it was funny. It's funny to watch them now. I'm like, wow, we uh, we. It's funny. The funny part is we're getting these videos and stuff. we there's a monster bucks walking by. We had no idea. Like we had these big deer just walking by. I'm like, I don't even see those kind of deer anymore. But you know, so it's you know, it took us a while. I mean, it was until like probably. In the junior high or so before we actually killed our first box uh, with our bow and stuff. And after that, it was just took off and we knew we wanted to be in the, you know, the outdoor industry. And it, I, I did a lot of different paths to try to get myself in to figure out what I wanted. Um, I guess I started uh, working at Bass Pro my senior year in high school with the archery department and, you know, learned that, built off that. Um, and then in college I knew of, you know, everyone's, everyone's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know, I want to work in the hunting industry. Like, I was like, well, is there a hunting? No one, people, <laughs> my family, everybody, nobody knows that is it is. Like, camo? You're going to go hunting? Who does that? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out, and I'm going to do it. I promise you that. Whatever it is, it's going to give the industry. I am bound and determined to get in there. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, uh, I think after that, what did I do? Oh, I got, I guess the first, the first, I guess the real pivotal and giving me myself an issue that's pretty much got me to where I'm at today is I was, I got to, I was one of the first interns with Bill Winkie at Midwest Whitetail. Uh,
0: yeah, I remember I, that.
1: So yeah, cause I think that's how you like you uh, Midwest Whitetail and that's how we had a connection when we first met each other. So yeah, honestly, like, I'm not getting a lot working for Bill has gotten me so many different places. everyone knows Bill. Bill's the man. Everyone talks about him, I and yeah. wholeheartedly they like get that. That's what's really got me going. And you know, being an internship, it was good. It, I I got to produce shows. I produced a great playing show for years, and you know, I got to film stuff. Um, but you know, after I did that, I realized, you know, field producing and stuff. Just I loved. I loved it. It just wasn't. I wasn't. My cup of tea, I guess. So I wanted to figure out another way to get in the industry. Um, so then I went and worked for a uh, Western Hunter uh, magazine. Uh, did some uh, editing for them on their website. It was fun. It was super easy internship. And then obviously after I graduated, I went and worked for Urge Media, where I met Mr. Adam Parr there. There we go. Um, and it was fun. You know, that's where, after I got there and worked with you guys, for a while, I went and worked for Batandell Technologies, where I'm working right now as, uh, as a digital marketing manager for so those guys. And it's you know it's fun. It's, it's fun watching the progression, you know, going through different steps, just getting to different areas of the industry, and you know, learning, meeting the people. I mean, what a lot of people don't know is you know the industry is not that big, and everybody knows everybody, so it's kind of fun. It's like I guess it's a family, you will, with people and working with everybody. Um it's you know, I'm gonna more fun. The people who always ask me and told me, What do you no how do you get in the industry? You know, you can't get in the industry, there's no such thing as a job and and telling them, Yeah, I work in the industry, I've been working in it for a while now and you know, it's it's fun and I mean on top of that it's I guess I've done a, I worked outside the industry once where I was for a technology company and I wasn't passionate, you know. It was a cool company, but I wasn't passionate. Being able to work in an industry where you're super passionate—it's it, so much more fun. I mean, you can do—I mean, I do marketing. And you think that's a boring job, but it's so much more fun when you're passionate about hunting and shooting. So it's been fun, and it's kind of where I'm at now.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really cool, and that's what that's what it's all about. And 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 I've said it—I've said this before. When when you can align your passions with a career or a, or a job position. I mean, that's where the magic happens. And and I feel like you really thrive, thrive in that, uh, you know, environment. And I, I didn't know you took, see, I knew you were at Midwest Whitetail, but I didn't know you worked at Western Hunter and then you were with Urge Media and now you're with Battenfeld. So you've, you've been, you've been able to really see it from a lot of different angles and, and, uh, really dip your toes in man. So that's really cool. I didn't, I didn't actually know kind of all the steps that went into that whole process
1: yeah I mean that's good i you know it's a learning process i mean I worked started in retail and worked I, I did a lot of different avenues until I figured out what I really liked and I think that's kind of the biggest thing I think not to preach what people need to do and how to get industry but I think everybody wants to be on a on a hunting show
0: yeah yeah
1: it's, it's much harder it's way harder to do that it, you know I think there's so many so so many different avenues that you can get in this industry and it's just as fun as you can still have that same passion. You get to be around hunting 24 seven. So, you know, that's what I've told other people. I mean, if you want to get it, don't just look to be a leading Tiffany, but they're amazing. They do a great job of what they do. And, but there's so many other ways that you can be in this part of the industry. And like I said, it's a small industry. We're all family. We all know each other. So it's just, you know, it's just as invaluable that we need a marketer we need journalists. We need uh, PR. We need,
0: you know financial analyst in this industry yeah no i i completely agree and 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 sometimes all it takes is just either knowing the right person or if you don't know anybody who works in the industry it could be a matter of just reaching out to maybe a company or an outfitter or Hey, uh, so what can a, I help out with? Can I help out at a local trade show? I see you're doing a show here in, um, you know, Iowa. I'd be happy to help out at the booth, or you know, just exactly. whatever it is. It doesn't really matter. It, and people think it's a pipe dream, but I think if actually some people put a little bit more effort into actually seeking something out, they would they would actually come yeah. across something uh, rather um, easier yeah, than yeah. they thought. Oh
1: yeah, you have to, like I said, you broaden your horizons. There's so many ways. You got to work a little bit and you still get into it. I mean. So my brother, he's graduating this weekend from Iowa. Um, he he did exactly that. I mean, he reached out to uh, Go Hunt out of, the, uh, out of Vegas uh, online publication on there. He got an internship. He reached out, say he's looking. You guys have an internship? Like, sure, we you know we'll intern you for the summer. So he interned there last summer, and now he got the job. So he's gonna head down to Vegas here in a couple weeks to go work at Go Hunt. No kidding. So I mean, it's all. That's all it takes. is just reaching out. All I did was you know, DM them on Instagram he's like, Hey working, you know, I'm interested in the in industry, blah blah blah. Got an internship and that's all it takes. He's just getting that foot in the door. It's no you know, kidding. It's easier it's easier to own things.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh you know, and with that you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Don't expect to get paid when you're first starting out. Sorry. You might you might have oh, to do an internship. Yeah, do an internship, yep. do some volunteering. Um Help out where you nope. can. Uh, there's there's so many different avenues. And if you kind of take that approach, I think there's less pressure um, to, to, yep. to do that. And uh, everyone likes free work, right?
1: <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. I know. I mean, I I mean, you got, you at got that age. You're going to intern. Don't expect to get paid. Don't yeah. even go in there and be some big baller. Don't work your ass off. And then... Build You start a network, You're building that network, and then before you know it, you know everybody. You can to get any place you want. So as you need to start. You gotta start from the bottom. Don't expect to be William and Tiffany right away.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's exactly it, man. That's that's all good stuff. I mean, we could talk about this for hours. I'm sure. <laughs> it, it is fun because oh, yeah. I, I am. You know, both both you and I t- kind of took the same same route. You know, and and yep, just kind of yep. went for it. And uh, I think that's really cool. But. Uh, you know what I really wanted to jump into. Uh, well, before that, let's let's talk a little bit about a little about the season. I know you went on an elk hunt this year. Did you go up to Montana? Is that right?
1: So I went on two elk hunts. I went to Colorado. went to Montana, and then I went to Wyoming for antelope. Nice. I went. To, I went to Colorado. So I went to Colorado. I, went, I was. I did. was archery hunt the last week of September. I was out there hunting. Um, it was fun, you know, it was very slow. I'm sure you can attest to this as well. It was very slow. It was, uh, I, I don't, I didn't hear one bugle. First time I heard the bugle in Colorado and I was out there, I mean, it was great. Basically I was hiking miles, just trying to get on, on elk every day, you know, working. I mean, I don't know how many miles I hiked. Uh, it wasn't until the very, you know, day six, I finally got into some fresh sign of an area I knew, you know, um, and finally got into it and, uh, called a nice five point in 30 yards, but just like how did try my fault for not setting up, you know, came to the door, but I, the doorway was, you know, a little closed where he kept his vitals off and couldn't get a shot off and he just whipped around and walked right back up. But you know so that was fun i mean didn't see anything i hardly hear anything but it was fun just, i mean like i said it's, i love being out west and being around so then, you know did see anything there um then i went up to wyoming uh shot some antelope up around the douglas area you know that's that's just a you know it's the first it's the first time i rifle hunted antelope i've always went archery hunting for them it's a little, so it was a little different but i can honestly tell you it was fun you know yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge archer guy on my side. I I, I grew up archery hunting and stuff. Is so, but when I went out and did the rifle, it was fun. I had a group of guys out there. You know, we still did stock. We went stalking on them. It was wasn't 950 degrees out like usually <laughs> it is on the archery hunting. <laughs> so that was good. You know, we all got our. I mean, I got two antelope day one. Got my filled my tag, and then he just kind of helped everyone else out. So that was that kind of you brought my spirits back up. You know, after yeah. being a dismal hunt in Colorado, um, <laughs> and after that, I went up to Montana for a week. Um, that was fun. Did not honestly, I could tell you, I did not see an elk. So really? elk for this year would kick my ass, to tell you the truth. Hey, how? Uh, no, that's <laughs> so was good, you know. We, we went to the Bob Marshall um, area, and we had some. We went in on some horses and some back in the area.
0: I mean, it's probably an amazing experience horses,
1: for that sake, you know, the scenery, the snow being that far and being a Montana, I mean, nothing compares. tell you the truth. It, it, it was by far one of the most fun times I've ever been on. Mine's not killing elk. Um, I'm not, I mean, everybody wants to kill stuff. But yeah, no doubt. But the whole experience being out 16 miles back in there, getting horses, going to different basins, checking them out every day, you know, it, it's something that, you know, I, I, I can't like to get back there and do that again. And it's and They're there. I don't know where they were, but I know maybe the next basement would check the next guy there, but it's just, you know, it's all kind of, but it's the whole experience of being out there, you know, being in an area where it's just like you're 1,800, so I don't know. The whole experience is by far is by far the most fun I've ever had, and you know I guess we did see a moose, so I, I guess I didn't get skunk. I was looking for some birds too, to see if I could see something, but a moose will work. Um, but no, it's was good. Uh, Dick and another friend, a guy Joe Sur from Howl Ground, went with me out there, and he's hunting as well. I obviously mean, not see anything, but we got some pretty awesome, you know, content stuff because you know looking at bat it was a part of the reason we're going out there is you know getting content creation and building that and we got a bunch of cool you know footage for that so I mean, yeah it did kill anything but man we got a pretty badass content library that we can you know build off of and you know use for our some of our campaigns and stuff
0: yeah yeah i'm sure i i was i was following along with with your pictures. And I also followed Joe on Instagram as well. And just seeing the, yep. some of the clips and the photos from that hunt, it was, it was unbelievable. And to do it on horses and to pack in like that, that's, that's a whole nother level. Man. Yeah. That, that, that is something all, different. I, that's awesome. I
1: actually got bucked off my horse. So I kind of pissed <laughs> off my horse about day. Oh <laughs> I, man. I tried to, so we're rolling through like a bunch of deadfall and stuff on the ground. Um, and so we, we saw some fresh tracks up some snow, so we're trying to get up there before sunrise, and it was just and the sun was just coming up, so we got a deadfall. We're trying to navigate through it, and we got to put like, we need to get up there, so we just, instead of going around it, we're going over And My horse didn't like that, to say the least. He would, you're not going around, I'm like, dude, there's elk up there, you're going to jump your ass over this log right now. I tried to force him over. He just jumped over and bucked my ass off. was <laughs> You try to stomp on it, try to, like, kind of dodge and dive on, you know. But, you know, it's fun. I, I kind of felt like I was a cowboy after that, after you get bucked off.
0: <laughs> you, are, you are a cowboy, man. Did you did you wear the cowboy <laughs> hat, too, in the, in the cowboy boots I mean, and I, the I, spurs? I, I,
1: when I got out of the mountains, I'm like, I need to go get myself some spurs. It's time. I need, Actually, it was like the PBR needs me right now.
0: <laughs> oh, that's too good. That's too good. I love it. I love it. Well, maybe me and you can go yeah. on a horse hunt someday.
1: Hey, so we both got, you know, we both had, we didn't hardly see any elk this year. We didn't kill anything this year. We need to go hunting next This is how, you know, karma comes for the best of us. So we could both go out next year, we'll both kill one, and it'll probably be 300 inches a piece. So we'll be good.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm shooting for. I, I heard an analogy the other day. I don't, I don't know where it was from, or maybe I saw it online, but basically, like your hunting luck is kind of like a water tank and you know after you've had some success for maybe a year or two or whatever or have a good run and then you have a couple bad years and like the tank drains out you know and you got to work on like all those encounters or hunts that you go on you're kind of filling it back up and then you know then you're going to get to that point where it's full and you're going to kill something and then it drains back down and it's kind of doing the you know up and down so i think i think we're due to be full tanks man what do you say
1: i think so no, I I think the tank is full and we're ready to kill. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I don't, I, honestly, go, kind of going off your point, you, you said there is like on it like the stuff that you're not seeing stuff, but the encounters, it's all learning. Oh yeah. For, for that for that elf issue, I mean, I should have been set up 50 yards, you know, to the last. The elk, I would have pulled the elk right through and it would have been a no brainer yeah but you remember that and, and your tank after that is going to be more full <laughs> every time
0: that's exactly it yeah i've i had enough encounters this year to to fill that tank at least 90 percent so yep. i think i think we're I due, think man. there
1: i'll help you out I'll, I'll help you fill it out we'll be good together next year.
0: sounds good man i can't wait i can't wait yeah. well cool so yep. sounds like you had a great season that's awesome and uh and we'll look forward to you know talking further maybe we'll have to have you back on the podcast to kind of talk some strategy at some point as we yeah. lead up to next year's season time. yeah exactly yep
1: we got planning. dude I, i've been looking right now i mean it's time to try to make a game plan so we got to figure it out now it's yeah good.
0: yeah exactly and kind of going along with that you know you got to have the right gear and um not only for western hunting but we're both big whitetail hunters ourselves <laughs> And uh, so that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast to kind of talk about, you know, your products. Uh, the main ones I really want yeah. to dive in today would be Bogpod, Caldwell, and Hoyman. You have a number of other brands underneath the Battenfeld um, kind of umbrella yep. there. But, you know, I think the ones that would apply most to, to myself and a lot of the listeners would be those three that I just listed off. And um, yep. being that I'm, I'm probably most familiar with Bogpod, Uh, why don't we start with that let's let's kind of go through that i i uh i have a i have one of your tripod systems and i absolutely love it and we'll kind of get into the specifics of why but um let's talk about maybe a little bit about battenfeld itself and maybe maybe a little backstory on that and then maybe kind of dive into the bog pod side of it yeah yeah
1: yeah for sure so you know kind of give you a little you know battenfeld nobody i mean uh, not a lot of people don't know what Batfeld is, um, but it's a, uh, you know, it's the holding corporation, holding company of Caldwell, Wheeler, Tipton, Frankfurt, Bog Pod, Lockdown, Goldenrod, Hoyman, Non-Typical Fences, trade Oldtimer, Imperial, Uncle cool. and Bubble Blade. Um, mm-hmm. So, we are the Accessories Division of Smith & Wesson Firearms. So... Uh, and the actual holding corporation's name is American Outdoor Brand. So it's a big company, it's a big corporation. Uh, Batfeld was purchased in 2014 from Smith and Weston, and now we're American Outdoor Brands. But we're the accessories division, um, and there's three divisions. You got firearms accessories. Uh, the Crimson Trace is their own division of you know the lights and the lasers and stuff, and then UST uh, Jacksonville Investor Outdoor Recreation stuff so for camping gear and all that stuff so it's a big company um not a lot of people know there's a, a big company I And mean, we, we try to keep it that way and you know we like to keep uh each one of our brands as its own separate entity which you know that's that's the most important because they really are i mean there's different dem- there's different demographics that we're going after and you know we, we want to treat that as such so you know honestly like when i come in the industry i didn't even i've never even heard about so so i didn't even heard of this company until i you know was working on um, but yeah, so you know, kind of the you know, the bigger brands that are more relevant to the whitetail or the hunting space are your Bob pods, caldwell, Hoymans, and non-typical stuff. So you know, I guess one of the things I you might or might not have seen, hopefully you've seen it, I hope I did my job good <laughs> enough to market it out there was uh we came out yesterday with a Customized limited edition dipped bog pod from Kuyu. So we've been working with uh, Utah Hydrographics out of uh, Utah, and uh, working with Kuyu to come up with a dipped bog pod because we feel there's a lot of interest, and obviously there's a big craze for the different camos out there and the customization, and having that ability to customize stuff. So we felt we wanted to really, we wanted to get one out to market for this year and. Our goal is to obviously get more camos in there, but we launched this uh, yesterday, and we have 150 of these in stock, so we're really trying to push these through and and get those sold. But honestly, I mean, out of all the brands, you know, I obviously I work with all of them, but the ones I use personally the most are your BogPod pod at home, and it's just for hunting and, you know, getting it for hunting you know, purposes. And pod is your... Is your 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 ultimate you know tripod bipod or monopod? Um, I don't, so when I was out in Montana, Wyoming this year, rifle hunting stuff, I took out that you know the tripod, you know the bipod, Tac Three, took that out with me wherever I went, and Wayne. it really does take your you know trying to pull let's say elk worlds out there, and you know you don't, you don't have time to get prone throw up your barb, it's easy just throw it out and you got stability it really it does like honestly not be the guy who works at the company but it does help you and it gives you that confidence when you're out in the field to know that you can make a shot no matter what the situation it is and i learned in the same with the bog pod that you know before working i didn't know is that they have what we call a switcheroo system so you can not only shoot off of it but you can throw on your binos, you can throw on your spotting scope, you can hike with it. There's different, you know, functions to it through the all-encompassing tripod, if you will. So, you know, there's a lot of them out there, but we're really working hard to, you know, compete with those guys and come out with tripods that are, you know, focused towards the hunter and making your guy, making the hunter more confident out in the field. And that's, I mean, that's the ultimate. I mean, you can be the best shot all day long. But they're not confident
0: it's not gonna help you. So that's kind of where bog pod comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. And I and and one thing that really sticks out in my mind with bog pod is, is really the versatility of it. And there's there's so many different accessories and different things that you can add and um, it's super packable and lightweight. So like you said, you have you have the tripod, you have the bipod, you have a monopod, but all the other yeah. attachments that go onto that really makes it unique and how they're all universal and interchangeable. Um, A couple couple of things that I run, so I have one of your tripods, but um, a couple of things that I run um, are the BBR for the binos. And and then because I have a a camera that I like to do some video stuff and photography and – and that I use the the PCA which is a, a camera adapter on um, and we can talk a little bit about that stuff but um, those are the things that I use and then what comes on the tripod is basically your um, what would you call that Josh like your your basically your gun rest yeah we
1: call it the universal shooting rest yeah so yeah but it, it, yeah, it's basically a gun rest so and it's super you know grippy and it keeps your gun in place no matter what but like you said man it's the it's not just that universal everyone has a tripod does it. What we try to do is make it universal for all these different parts. So you got your piece, your uh, professional camera adapter and your your dog pod binocular binoculars and just having a different accessories. so no matter the situation, you've got the accessory just to quickly pull off the switcheroo and throw it in I mean it takes I don't know three seconds to switch it out. Yeah, whereas you know working on a tripod you have to get the plate out and put it a different plate in. So we tried it. our goal is to really find products and work on accessories that make it easy for you. And you don't have to think of it. it's not a burden. We want to make your lives easier and make you a more competent hunter or shooter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that's, and, and with the bog pod, I can, so with the BBR, it's the binocular rest, bog pod binocular rest is yep. what it stands for. yeah yep. So I can be there and I can, and I use this for shed hunting. I use this for, uh, you know, glassing elk or when I'm out in uh, you know, Kansas or open plains of Colorado hunting whitetail, um, or it could be in the Midwest. Yep. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, you can have your, your binoculars clipped in that way, and, uh, it's basically a strap system that mounts, uh, you know, to a platform that then goes on the tripod. Yep. And so you can be glassing and kind of scouting from afar and then remove that and immediately put on your shooting rest or your camera adapter or whatever else you want to do and, right. uh, and go out. That's, that's the system I use. And, and I just think it's really yep. versatile and really cool to use. No,
1: and on, on top of that, you know, a lot of life hunters and guys who are sitting in trucks, and your, you know, in glass on your truck. We got the spotting scope adapter for your car. So it's just your typical, what looks like is, you know, the ones everyone, everybody has you put on your window and up being spot up, but switcher is compatible. So you can take the same exact PCA or VDR and swap it out in two seconds to throw it into your car window or your pod pod. So, you know, we're trying to get the versatility to a whole new level, I guess. But, you know, like you said, I man, that's what I personally, like I personally use the BBR and the PCA all the time. Like, you we know, have similar hunting spots. You're out, you out, I'll kind of, or you're like, and, you know, you and down now, and then you want to, you know, use your spine scope. There's a good ball, how big it is it, you know, check in the points. you know, the, throw your spine scope on the PCA clip, but then you want to throw on your by so quickly, you know. Switch them out, in, well, like I said, three seconds. Yeah. So that yeah. kind of it. Makes it easy for it. Vers- versatility. I mean, I guess that's our. You know, versatility defines our tagline. So. For <laughs> so sure. Stick with it.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Um. So let's uh let's talk a little bit about the Caldwell side of things. From what from what I'm not as familiar with it. I've used I've used some of the products. Um, but tell us a little bit about that. That's more shooting and benches and, you know, sighting your gun and targets, stuff like that. Am I correct?
1: Right. Yeah, 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 you're exactly right. I mean, that's your, so the main, everyone probably knows the, the main product under the Caldwell line is the leg sled. I mean, it's been around for, I don't know, like 10 or so years it's been around and kind of, it's that number one, everybody wants to shoot off it, it reduces your recoil, it makes it easy to side your gun without ripping your shoulder off, whatever calibered of gun you want to shoot. So I mean that's the main product, that's the biggest product. But overall Caldo is, you know, it's, a, it's it's geared towards your shooters and it's geared towards you getting ready to go hunting. So, you know, that's how I like to, you know, work with it is, you know, if you wanna be able to kill a big elk or, you know, shoot a two hundred inch uh whitetail you gotta, you know, practice. You gotta get excited in, and that's where all these products come in hand. It's, it's, the, it's the step before you go hunting. It's getting you that confidence, building that confidence, and, and doing it. And you know, all the products are all geared towards that for You, you got, we got rests, we got tables, we got targets. Then um, we even got, you know, we call tree pods or field pods where you actually take them in the field and, and in the stability to put your gun on without having to worry about shooting it off your offhand or anything. But that's, you know, the whole call to the line is, is, is you're uh, getting ready to go hunting. So I guess uh, one of our other products that is a pretty good product that's done well for us is the mag charger. So you're at the range and you're loading clips up and stuff or, uh, you know, magazine stuff. stuff. Uh, it's super quick. You know, you just you put it in and within, you know, four seconds you're loading your mag up. Um, you know, there's a few other brands out there do it, but, you know, it, it, it's pretty much as you're, you're you are getting ready for hunting it's giving you the confidence to be a better shooter or a better hunter and you know, as, you know one of our other practices you know, last year that i love using i personally use all the time is the long range camera it's a, it's a super fun little product uh so you, you can shoot out to a mile and it hooks up to your phone so you can see exactly where you hit on the targets and it's super fun uh but yeah, there's a lot. We, I mean, that's definitely Caldwell is definitely our biggest product line. So I don't know how many different SKUs, but yeah. So definitely check it out. I mean, you know, if you get ready to go hunting or you want to shoot, become a better shoot, I mean, a better marksman. The products are here to help you out.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and one thing that I, that really strikes me too is, <laughs> yeah, it's it a lot of your products are geared more for sighting in and practice and 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 range time. But like you kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, there are some of those that can actually go out into the field with you. Um, If I'm not mistaken, you kind of have more of like a camera arm type system as such, but more of a gun shooting rest that maybe you can use out of a tree stand or a ground blind. Is there something along those lines too? Yep,
1: exactly. That's our uh, tree pod, Caldwell's tree pod. So what a lot of guys in the office do is they put – so, that comes with a plate. You put a plate in each one of your deer stands. Um, then you have this tree pod. So, it's just a big, uh, you know, it looks like a camera arm, but with a uh, rest on there to keep you steady. I mean, honestly, it's super steady when you're there. You don't move at all. But you bring that rest in, you have know, these plates, you can go to any state you want. So, you got a south wind or an east wind. You know, you can bring the arm with you, throw it up there quick, you're good to go. So, I mean, it, it honestly, like, it takes it to a whole new level. I mean, it's almost cheating for how easy it is you put that gun in and you literally pull the trigger so you know it's cool I mean it helps in the, especially for younger kids and stuff getting them introduced into the this hunting and stuff it gives them the confidence you know like I, I said it a thousand times already it gives people the confidence and, you know, confidence is key getting people introduced into this hunting. And it's a big, controversial topic all over the world right now. But getting it into it is key. And, you know, that's what we aim to do with all these products is give them the confidence in exactly what this tree pod does.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. All good stuff, man. Um, yeah, and you were talking a little bit about that, that what was that, a loader and... and um, is that a loader yeah, or a reloader? A mag, what is that?
1: Mag charger. Mag charger. So we got a couple of them. We actually have a AR mag charger, and then we got a pistol mag charger. Um, but it means that uh, the mag, the original mag charger that came out, uh, I want to say three years ago, it, was, it, was, it, went, off, it went really well. Um, it's called the AR 15 mag charger. Um so basically when you, you load up this mag charger and you dump it in and you literally, you, get, you push it uh, to lever, so you literally just push it up and down and it's loading your magazine for it. And, and the time that engineers, you know, they work hard, the big thing is try to beam everybody. So I think five seconds you can load a, you know, magazine in you know, about five seconds. So it, it cuts down time and it cuts down, you know, you don't have to load just 15 different magazines you can load. You can have one, go load it quick, go shoot again. So it's giving you more
0: time to be able to shoot the range. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you guys were putting out, and I think you were in a lot of the videos, but your whole thing you were doing on social media this past fall, was was that showing off that product? It was, like, so easy, like you're on a <laughs> – and for people that no, are listening, di- is that a different one? So that's a, that's a different, no, that's a different
1: – no, that's a – you're right. I was definitely in that. That's a different <laughs> brand. So that's Frankfurt Arsenal, that Got is it. a, okay. uh, that's a, that's a reloading brand. So, you know, I mean, I'll give you a little backstory of that real quick, cause I had a lot of fun with that whole project. <laughs> um, you know, we came in with a goal, you know, reloading is a, it's a hard subject or a hard brand to push. But I think there's a lot of interest in it. So we came to with the goal. We want to be different. We want to be like your stereotypical reloader. We want to, you know, show people that it's really not that hard. It's honestly not. I am not you know, a person reloader, but, you know, being here and learning, it's not that hard. So that's where I felt like I want to show people that anybody can do this. So we came up with that campaign, you know, so easy you can do it this way. I mean, we have basically what we did is we went through progression of the day from sleeping till the end of the day of different top, different, you know, parts of the day and you, I was pretty much reloading and doing different, you know, satire type, type of stuff and showing people, you know, the goal to show them that you can literally do whatever. I think I was sleeping the first one. I was sleeping, I was reloading and I ended with, uh, I was on a date and, you know, I was finishing it off, but I, you know, reloading was good. The date didn't go too well after that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just, I just remember that stuff. If you guys are listening, you have to go follow, uh, Battenfeld and Caldwell and all these stuff. To... Go follow. Frankfurt
1: Arsenal. Follow Frankfurt. Arsenal. Follow yeah. it. check it out. That's the <laughs> yeah, one. Go, go
0: back like a month or two. You're gonna find some pretty hilarious videos of that reloader of Josh on there. And yep. uh, not because I like know hey. you personally, but I was like cracking up, la- uh, laughing at those. <laughs> if
1: you guys honestly. I'm telling you, I'm not a reloader by any means, but check it out—it's not that hard. I'm if I can do it, I promise you can do it. It's <laughs> probably going better dates than I can. Too, that's <laughs> I, I never gave any food, so she laugh.
0: Me and you both, man, getting stood up, <laughs> just walking out.
1: I tell you what, I tell you what. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cool. So we talked a lot about the called uh, Caldwell side we talked about bog pod and the other thing that you know I'm, I'm really not familiar with at all other than you know seeing at some of the shows and and knowing the product in general but it's uh hoyman saws tell us a little bit about those
1: yeah so hoyman's are uh i mean it's, you know it's one of the other brands it's our tree saw uh brand and you know pricing a bit over the industry but it's you know the it's a variety of different saws you got you 10 foot we got pole saws we got electric you know saws we got hand saws, we got different stuff it's a you know it's geared towards the white tow hunter it's for the guy who's out there and you know one if you put stands up you got a saw you got 16 to 10 or five foot saw that you're able to cut branches off and one of the products I don't know why you I don't to say stuff but why would you use a pole saw when you use an electric chainsaw that's by far, my favorite thing to use know I mean, literally, I get out there and there's not, I mean, there's a, we like to call it you know shooting lanes, but I literally, there is no shooting lane, it's just open up. I mean, there's no trees left anymore because I'm cutting everything down, but it comes down to, <laughs> just, you know, you get into that through, like Paul Bunyan out there, just cutting everything before I know it, and just, my tree stands and, and the tree's up, and everything else is dead yeah, ahead hey. If a deal walks in, I got. a am really just with it. But no, it's a. You know, I first saw it's a. We got a variety of different saws, and you know, they do. You know, they're really easy in, to pack them. They're super. So I'd highly recommend if you're a white to hunter, check them out. They're very beneficial no matter what. If you put stands up, like I said, or if you're just hunting, you can put them in your pack. And you see, it and there's a linear in your way. You want to cut off quick. Yeah, that's why. That's what built those.
0: Yeah, I didn't know you guys had electric saws. Tell us a little bit about those, mm-hmm. like more in depth. That's, that's intriguing.
1: So, yeah, I mean, the goal for that was I mean, you got there are the saws, the pull saws that are chainsaws out there, like steel makes one. Um, but we wanted to come out with one because obviously we we gear ourselves to those outdoor especially the hunting one. We don't want you don't want to bring out a chainsaw that is gas powered that gives off that scent, it's loud as hell, you know. So, that's why we wanted to put together this electric saw. So it's, you know, like I said, electric and it's super quiet. And it lasts up to, honestly, like I did a, a lot for a weekend on one battery and I was able to, without ever charging, cut all my deer stands. So that's, you know, the big thing for that. That's the whole premise behind it is just come up with an a, a electric saw that is geared towards the hunter and it's collapsible. So it goes down to the you know, top of the head. Uh, 48 inches, I think. 48 inches it collapses down, and you know, go to 10 feet. But honestly, you know, the pants are tall. If you're six foot tall, I mean, it goes out there away. You build the game thing, but the big, you know, the big thing. It's been a hot seller for us because of the interest of the hunter. It's quiet. It's scent free. You take it with you. It's super collapsible, and it comes apart. And you know. If you don't have one, I would definitely check it out, especially if you're a big white tail guy. I don't know. Don't, don't, why break a sweat when you're out cutting? I don't think I'll to a saw there, an electric one and tell the branches and trees down. It's super easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely get it. And, you know, I, I find myself, I like to separate getting a workout or <laughs> exerting physical energy. Uh, separate from from actual hunting itself because like i said you want to be you want to be stealthy you don't want to make a lot of noise you don't want to exert yourself you don't want to sweat no. and 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 no, 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 why would you want to do that just no exactly you know sweat your ass off i mean
1: get out there go cut some branches on it. You know, out there and gain, you know to like work out and go hunting so no i agree with you 100
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and that's and that's what we get a lot of that at quiet cat you know it's like we'll Oh, that's yeah. cheating you got yeah. an electric motor and a bike well i mean if okay yeah if you want to walk a couple miles in that's fine and and it's not for everybody but i mean there is efficiency involved in in all this technology yeah. and 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 that saw being battery powered and whatever it's it goes right along those same lines no
1: I, agree. I mean you know there's a debate against you know trying to get technology into a way it's been done for millions of years i right? We're the you know alpha male, you know the alpha <laughs> creatures. You know we use our brains. Let's use it. Let's uh be better at who we who we are and what we do. And you know and the saw and you know the Quiet Cat bike and stuff is, is a perfect example. But I don't know. I love using it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. Use it while you got it. Take advantage of it.
0: Exactly. And and one thing I notice, um, not only with Hoyman but BogPod and and Caldwell and all the different brands, I feel like I feel like your price point is. Like it's not it, like they're very good products. The quality's there. I've I've used a number of them, especially on the bog pod side, but I feel like the price point is, is, is very good for what you're producing. It's just a right. great, you know, it's not I mean, like super well, high end where you can't afford it, but it's not super low, low end where, you know, it's going to be, you know, junk. Um, right. it's like the best of all right. worlds.
1: That's kind of our biggest, I guess, main thing and we've really strive to making quality products, which we have it in like we have a team of engineers, I think there's twelve of them. They have their own area where they get to work actually separate from everybody in the company, Locked doors, where they're back in there engineering all day. Um, you know, they work countless hours just coming up with products that are, you know, beneficial to whatever the user may be using it for. It's to make them better at whatever that purpose is, but it's not to make it but, we don't want to make it outrageously expensive. We want people to be able to use it. We want them to, it's the benefit of our customers, number one. So, you know, that's our, we, I mean, yeah, we come out of saw and the same price as some of these other, but gas powered saws, but it's not benefiting the customer. and It's not helping anybody in the long run. So that, that's what we, we try to work our, you know, we work the tails off and of kind of cool products, but we make sure to make it at a price point that's affordable to everybody.
0: Yeah, I can I can totally see that. Totally see it. Um, good stuff, man. Well we've kept you here long enough, Josh, and uh uh I really appreciate you being on. Uh before we get off, where uh where can we go? Where can we find out more about Battenfeld? Tell us about social media side, what uh what's going on out there on the internet.
1: Yeah, so the- we're really working on to grow our social media, so better check out all so we got all these different brands. Check them all out. we got social media. We're trying to grow those right now. we got Hoyman Caldwell, uh, Bogpod, Wheeler, Tipton, Frankfurt Arsenal, Smith & Wesson Accessories, Thompson Center Accessories. Check those websites out, but our social media pages out, but if you don't go to the website, you go to btibrands.com is our website right now where all our brands are living. Um, if you want to check out any Smith & Wesson accessory stuff, swgear.com, um, and then TC Accessories or accessories at tc.com. So all those products are on there. You know, We're going to be, obviously, show season is coming up here in a couple of weeks. I can't wait on it. Like, I've been talking about it. It's so busy right now. I can't wait for show season to go to slow it down. I mean, working in this industry is awesome, Unfortunately, the busy season is when we're at hunting, so it makes it right now very tough trying to get stuff done. But we got a lot of cool products coming out here in the next month that we hope you guys, you know, check them out. Let let us know. Let me know if you know what you like, what you don't like about them, and you know, we'll build off it. And obviously, we want to hear from you guys. That's why we're here for.
0: Yeah, yeah, certainly. So I know I know you guys will be at ATA, um, but that's more you know, it's a dealer industry show. What are you guys going to yep. be at any consumer shows this winter or the spring? Um, tell us, tell us about that.
1: So we'll be at uh, we'll be at Harrisburg this year. Um, typically in the past we haven't been at a whole lot of consumer shows, but we're making a big point. In, uh, we're going to be hitting a lot more of these consumer shows uh, coming up in you know this coming year and years to come. So, but yeah, we'll be at ATA, NRA, and Shot Show this year. But for sure, you know, if there's everything like you know, whoever's listening, you know, if you need anything or have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, I'm sure I give out some information. But you know, going from here I mean, we got a lot of cool stuff out. And like I said, it's we make this stuff for the consumer and the only way we can make it better is when we hear from people. So that's my big you know, emphasis. I would love to hear from everybody.
0: That sounds great. Well, hey, Josh, I really appreciate you being on the show, man, and um uh... You take care, and we'll, we'll look forward to talking to you soon.
1: Sounds good. Well, Adam, have fun. You everybody high up there, and we'll be in touch. I'll probably see you here in ETA in a couple of weeks.
0: And there we go. We just wrapped up another episode of the Transition Wild podcast. Thanks again to Josh. It was always a pleasure. I, <laughs> I spent half the show laughing, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Josh is a funny guy, and... And uh we go way back. We've had some good times together, and uh I hope you guys learned a lot too it, it was It was a learning experience for myself. Again, I'm familiar with more of the bog pod stuff, but you know learning more about Caldwell and the Hoyman saws really interesting and and hope you guys kind of get some ideas and get prepared for the season to come. as soon as this year is over, it seems like we're jumping right in again already preparing, uh, gearing up, buying new items that we need, planning. It's the whole process, man. It never never stops. So I I hope you guys are enjoying what you're hearing. We're doing more of kind of the gear side, product, company uh, sorts of things here at the beginning um, or towards the end of the year once we dive into 2018, we're really gonna start getting into more of the strategy and hunter profiles and stories and 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 just all different aspects of species and game. So uh, again, I hope you're hope you're enjoying what you're hearing. If you are liking the podcast, make sure you go to sportsmansnation.com and subscribe, go to iTunes or wherever you listen to this at, leave a review, leave a five star review. That would be much appreciated. Uh, make sure you check out the Sportsman's Nation podcast Facebook page, as well as the Transition Wild Facebook page. Go check out transitionwild.com. I'm doing a couple gear reviews, and then, like I said, we're getting more into the strategy and planning for the year to come because that's what it's all about. Once once it stops, we're back in it again. It never it never ends. As mentioned at at the beginning of the show, Josh was very generous, <laughs> generous, generous, and is offering a really cool giveaway. And what we're giving away is a bog pod tripod, the PCA adapter, which is kind of the swivel mount on a ball system, so you can kind of swivel it 360 and different angles which is pretty cool. And then the BBR system, which allows you to strap your binoculars onto the tripod. So it's great for glassing. So we're giving that stuff away. It's, it's I think, just about a $250 value between those three if you were to buying, buy them at retail. So it's a great giveaway. And here is what we have to do in order to be entered for the giveaway. So you have to Share the Facebook post that mentions this podcast. So it's going to be the Sportsman's Nation uh, sharing this Transition Wild podcast. So you have to share that to your page. And then you have to go like, since it's BogPod, you have to go like and follow the BogPod Facebook page. And when you go there, say Transition Wild sent me. So those three things. Share the Facebook post that mentions this podcast to your own page number two go like and follow bog pod on facebook and number three post on their wall and say transition wild sent me if you do that you're entered into the drawing and the giveaway which will be today is thursday that this podcast comes out uh we'll do the drawing uh Probably by Thursday the next week. So you got about a you got about a week to to do this and get this done. And I hope you win. It's really cool. It's it's the exact system I use. I use it for both whitetail hunting as well as out out west. Whether I'm glassing or using it as a shooting bench, it's super versatile. It's very compact and lightweight uh, tripod and and great accessories that go along with it. So I hope you win. Make sure to do that. Follow the steps and you will be entered. All right, that's that's enough for today. Again, I appreciate you listening. Thanks for sticking with me. We've got a lot of good content coming out, coming down the pipe. And make sure you go to transitionwild.com. Like I said, I have some really, really good stuff coming out. Subscribe if you go and subscribe to Transition Wild. You do get the Colorado beginner elk hunting guide. Going to help you plan and prepare for this next year's hunt if you are planning in this uh, planning on hunting in the state of colorado so go do that and make sure you enter the contest and we'll look forward to talking with you next time hope you guys have a great christmas a great holiday stay safe and we'll talk to you soon